Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. We're reading from the beginning of the second letter of St. Paul to Timothy. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, for the promise of life in Christ Jesus, to Timothy, my dear child, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father in Christ Jesus our Lord. I am grateful to God, whom I worship with a clear conscience, as my ancestors did, as I remember you constantly in my prayers night and day. I yearn to see you again, recalling your tears, that I may be filled with joy, as I recall your sincere faith that first lived in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice, and that I am confident lives also in you. For this reason, I remind you to stir into flame the gift of God that you have through the imposition of my hands. For God did not give us a spirit of cowardice, but rather of power and love and self-control. So do not be ashamed of your testimony to our Lord, nor of me, a prisoner for his sake. But bear your share of hardship for the gospel with the strength that comes from God. The word of the Lord. Proclaim God's marvelous deeds to all the nations. Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord, all you lands. Sing to the Lord, bless his name. Announce his salvation day after day. Tell his glory among the nations, among all peoples, his wondrous deeds. Give to the Lord, you families of nations. Give to the Lord glory and praise. Give to the Lord the glory due his name. Say among the nations, the Lord is king. He has made the world firm, not to be moved. He governs the peoples with equity. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The Lord Jesus appointed 72 other disciples whom he sent out of him in pairs to every town and place he intended to visit. He said to them, The harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. So ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest. Go on your way. Behold, I am sending you like lambs among wolves. Carry no money bag, no sack, no sandals, and greet no one along the way. And to whatever house you enter, first say, Peace to this household. If a peaceful person lives there, your peace will rest on him. But if not, it will return to you. Stay in the same house and eat and drink what is offered to you, for the laborer deserves his pay. Do not move about from one house to another. Whatever town you enter and they welcome you, eat what is set before you. Cure the sick in it and say to them, The kingdom of God is at hand. For you. The Gospel of the Lord. Timothy and Titus were disciples of St. Paul, and both were made bishops. Paul's letters to Timothy and Titus, written not long before Paul's martyrdom in Rome, are known as the pastoral letters, as they are concerned with the work of pastors for their communities. Though Titus is not mentioned in the Acts of the Apostles, in the second letter to the Corinthians, Paul calls Titus a partner and co-worker. In Galatians, Paul notes that Titus traveled with Paul and Barnabas to the first council in Jerusalem in 49 AD. In Paul's letter to Titus, Paul emphasizes Christian behavior and that the first priority in pastoral care is to be, quote, a model of good deeds and a sound preacher which will serve as an example to young Christians. Timothy was born in what is now Turkey, the product of a mixed marriage. His mother, the Jewish woman Eunice, married a pagan. Quite young, Timothy accompanied Paul on a second missionary journey where he proved his worth. 
Later, Paul sent Timothy on very difficult missions, including putting out spiritual fires in the Greek cities of Thessalonica and Corinth. Later, Timothy was made the bishop in Ephesus and was stoned to death during a pagan festival honoring the goddess Diana. How did Timothy and Titus become bishops? Well, through the imposition of Paul's hands. Stir into flame that gift. Paul reminded Timothy in his letter, the gift is the priestly character imprinted on Timothy's soul at his ordination. Pope Pius XI wrote it as a divine gift, not transitory or temporary, but permanent. Ordination makes him a priest forever in the likeness of Christ. So you see, the laying on of hands was an essential part of the rite that called down the Holy Spirit. It passed on the priesthood in organic and continuous fashion to do Christ's mission work on earth. To those then who say Christ abolished the priesthood, we have to answer, that is simply not true. To argue Christ abolished the priesthood is to argue against what is clearly shown in sacred scripture. Christ did not abolish the priesthood because he did not abolish sacrifice. For sacrifice, the highest form of worship there is, is essential to right religion. Human beings need it. What God abolished was the Jewish priesthood. For the blood of bulls and goats and a temple in Jerusalem were no longer needed. The priesthood of the new covenant offers Christ, the Lamb of God, in his one perfect and eternal sacrifice, the only sacrifice that atones for sins. So priesthood and sacrifice were not abolished, they were transformed. The gift of ordination, what we call holy orders, featuring the laying on of hands by a bishop, transforms a man. It puts a mark on him and sets him aside to perform ministerial functions first and foremost, which is to offer sacrifice. The grace bestowed gives him the courage to speak the truth with love and compassion, or as they say today, pastorally. For God did not give you a spirit of cowardness, Paul wrote Timothy. God did not give any baptized person a spirit of cowardice. Strengthen and sustain with the sacrifice of the cross, made present at Holy Mass. St. Paul's counsel to Timothy then becomes our counsel. We will not be ashamed of our testimony to our Lord, and we will bear our share of hardship for the gospel with the strength that comes from God. <laughs> 